When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast featuring at least one MILF. A Mike you'd like to fuck. Oh, no. I'd fuck me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And, and today... sexuality. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. We're talking about socks. We're going to talk about socks and it's your fault. Yeah. 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 I okay. own that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Great. But there's going to be a small group of people that are just going to, well, I guess nothing about this is what Pete Sock people are into. There's no visual or smell, so I don't know. S-O-C-K-S. <laughs> this is truly is the worst of all worlds. Okay, what's up, Mike? Uh, but first? But first. The news? The news. Okay, great. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News. 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 Neat. Beautiful. Great. I should probably pay that guy, huh? Um, oh, do you oh, think you said? Yes. 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 Okay, yes. great. Don't worry, I'll cut this out. Um, news the first. Yeah. Okay. Shocking news. <gasps> Colton Underwood mm. was a football player. <laughs> Wait, he was? He yes. football? Yes. Oh. Former football player Colton Underwood came out of the closet as a football player. Is he... <laughs> Is he Carrie Underwood's brother? He is now. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got to talk about the Colton yeah. Underwood thing. We, yeah. we definitely do. So he was on The Bachelor as the primary contestant, and he was known as The Virgin Bachelor because he's a virgin. And um, yeah, people are having a lot of feelings about it. Yeah. Did you watch that episode or the season? I mean, nope. I never watched The Bachelor, but I did because my roommate watched it mm. and ended up kind of getting invested and the whole time i was like that boy gay <laughs> you did yeah. yes it's funny because okay the, the thing that i did say i i had no idea who he is um i actually had heard um uh my friend doug Ankoviak, the fag stag um yeah. he he watches the bachelor for sure he watches the bachelor <laughs> with his fiance and uh had told me about the virgin like i i at least knew that from him of the Bachelor is such a straight show. Like straight, oh like straight people love that shit. Yeah, it's heterosexuality with commercials. It's like <laughs> that's the U.S. <laughs> um, I agree, and I'm about to sneeze. Okay, are you allergic to The Bachelor? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the thing I did see after this is uh, Billy Eilish. I, I, Eichner. Eichner. <laughs> um, Their brother and sister as well. Yes, so. obviously. <laughs> um, he's the bad guy she was talking yeah. about. Um, oh, no, she was the bad guy she was talking about. This is... Okay, let's focus Off to on... to a great start. Let's focus on this <laughs> Best episode guy. ever, Kyle. <laughs> um, uh, Billy Eichner yeah. saying to him, you might be gay yeah. because he's a virgin. And like that, I had a a lot of feel like at first so at first that's the only thing I, I heard about the news about him and was like oh who cares um and then saw that clip and was like oh god is this not criteria that you normally look for no the first thing i do i'm gay i know that's a shock colton and that i think you should look into maybe you're the first gay bachelor and we don't even know 
Put that in your promo. See you later. (laughs) And as people pointed out, every gay person has had that experience of someone being like, oh, you might be gay. And you having to like navigate that awkward, like, what do I do? Do I laugh and make it a joke? How do I not represent these devastating feelings inside my bones? Um, I feel bad because like I laughed. And at the same time, that's like simultaneously homophobic and anti-ace at the same time. And and, like (laughs) it puts a lot of pressure on people to have sex to declare their uh, orientation. Like it is a lot of things. Yeah, it's weird because it's yeah, it is that mixture of like kind of funny uh, uh, makes sense that at the time a gay person talking to a straight person in your mind or at least my mind, it's like, oh, we're allowed to make that joke to straight people. Yeah. But you don't. Uh, I, I think we more often need to think about people that are closeted or questioning. Yeah, I've said that before, actually, about pride. If you see someone that you don't feel like belongs there, I mean, there's a lot of shit kick about that. That kick them out <laughs> unless they declare their gayness, unless they suck your dick right then. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be a fun BDSM club, but consensually. Okay, what? What? We're, um, yeah, like, Colton Underwood. Oh, right, no, Carrie's well, brother. Carrie's brother, Colton Underwood. Yeah, like closeted people exist all over and we talked about this like on halloween people get a chance to dress up and and experience something they might not be able to i just yeah i I do think we need to think about closeted people more more regularly and in retrospect i hate that that clip with billy eichner Mm -hmm. makes me so uncomfortable yeah yeah more or less uncomfortable than the upcoming netflix (laughs) series slash special where apparently gus kenworthy who's barely out himself is going to somehow <laughs> sherpa him into gay world i uh, i posted a little bit on our twitter about this um there scientists this is unrelated news scientists uh made the whitest paint ever possible and i said <laughs> it's still not as white as this tv show yeah, yeah. um it, it, yeah it turned i think a lot of people were rightfully pointing out that here's this dude that has a shitty history and i think some people claimed that he was coming out as a way to kind of get rid of that news of his stalkerish and abusive past behavior towards women. Um, And it felt a little bit Kevin Spacey to me, which is gross. And then to come out and then in the next second, get a TV show. I don't know if you saw this. A lot of people saying like, what about Lil Nas X? Like, why doesn't he have a TV show? Why doesn't the gay black, uh, number one billboard whatever yeah. artist like what what about it's it's a white hot cis guy that yeah. will automatically get a tv show yeah i mean the black part kyle the answer is right the black i mean part. i yeah i guess yeah <laughs> more rhetorical yeah yeah i don't know i I feel really icky about the timing of the whole thing. Like, it's not like he came out on whatever show he was on and then Netflix called him that next day to say, hey, let's do this. That's been on the books forever. This was a clearly timed, totally marketing package coming out. And what about his package? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have, okay. I also love the meme about like, oh God, I forget her name. Fuck, I'm a terrible person. But the the the, the woman that did the did the interview is is a, a lesbian, a black a black lesbian. Oh yeah. And like, <laughs> and then him telling her how hard his life has yeah. been. <laughs> yeah. Gay white muscular man talks about how hard it is coming out to a black lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. I will push back on the. Robin you, Roberts is who you're oh, yeah. thinking of. Yeah. Robin Roberts. Uh, 
I didn't know that anyway. Like that, I didn't know that regards. Um, Chief Justice Roberts' <laughs> sister. <laughs> I will push back on that. I think you get to own your coming out story, and if coming out includes you making doing money. It, Making money, yes, yeah, actually, yes. Making money, being on a TV show, boosting your popularity—it's—it's it's when you do it to cover up your shitty past, or, yeah. or people take your hotness to ignore your past, or being given things that you haven't earned. Like that's all the shit that I feel bad about. Not about I'm cool with the the timing thing. Okay, all right. I also feel bad because I'm totally down to watch Gus to hate fuck him. <gasps> Anyway. Is that part of the, the, uh, are, this is the new Queer as Folk. That TV show might have actually <laughs> accidentally relaunched Queer as Folk. Oh, great. Oh, God. Uh, news the second? Yeah. Okay, great. So last week I talked about Arkansas and their transphobic legislation. So, of course, Florida said, hold my beer. And um, they have... They are considering, they are advancing a bill that would not only ban trans athletes from school sports, but would require schools to perform an examination to verify a student's genitals in some cases. So the Florida House of Representatives passed HB 1475 on Wednesday, just a few days ago, by a vote of 77 to 40. One Democrat even voted for it. Damn, fuck that person. Kick that person out of the party. Um, no Republicans voted against it. It would issue a blanket ban to prevent transgender athletes from playing on girls' and women's school sports teams if they are sponsored by a public primary or secondary school or a public post-secondary institution. Um, apparently, trans athletes would still be allowed in boys' and men's sports. Hmm. But the, the, the super truly evil part of this fucking fuckery, the bullshit that is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Fuckers are everywhere, Kyle. Um, it would allow a school or competitor to lodge a complaint about a student athlete competing in girls' and women's sports. And then to resolve these disputes, the student's school or institution would have to confirm the student's biological sex through a health examination and consent form signed by the student's personal health care provider. The healthcare provider would have to verify the student's biological sex by inspecting their reproductive anatomy, genetic makeup, or the student's normal endogenously produced testosterone levels. What we, the, but we're the pedophiles. But yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I don't. I it, this is. It's so crazy to me how we are the ones that are labeled the pedophiles, the the gross people, the perverts when. Like, they're trying to codify inspecting kids' junk. Like, this happened in uh, Stonewall as well, like, where cops started checking, and it wasn't the only time, but, like, check people's gender, do a gender inspection. Yeah. To, because, if you're wearing a dress or a skirt, the cop is going to look under there to make sure yes. it's okay for you to be wearing it. Like it's, uh, it's 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 not only maddening that that happens; it's also maddening that then they don't get the label that they truly deserve, and we get it. It's 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 so frustrating on on so many levels, but particularly that they don't get what they're deserving by people being like, "That's disgusting." Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yes, gross. Like no. Yep. Yep. Little girls with dicks are the real problem, Kyle. I yeah, <laughs> we're clearly in the wrong here. Not not the Republicans trying and one Democrat trying to help people touch them. Yeah, ugh, ugh. ugh. Um. So from here, I mean, there's obviously 
fighting and the ACLU was involved and, of course, a bunch of trans people going in front of the committee and crying because it's horrific. Um, and I'm, I am I saw one video of a uh, trans kid. She was... She, I don't know the ages of children. They, she could have been five. She could have been... 20. I don't know. No, she was younger than that. But like a young trans kid that now has to sit in front of the whatever the fuck and explain. Uh, it's just uh, to put that burden on kids to explain their it, it's like literally justify yourself in front of a court, like yeah. explain you being a person in front of a court yeah. of, of people who don't know jack shit about who you are or what or what. like it's explaining your humanity to a bunch of old white dudes like it's gross yeah and very impressive that you know clearly at some point the the trans kids that are stepping up have made that decision to to go and do that and that's incredible and impressive and amazing well and that moves on to the senate and if it is passed in the senate it would go to republican governor ron DeSantis, who is just he looks like a potato it's <laughs> is it a gender neutral potato is it a new improved gender neutral potato but like a potato that's well on its way to being vodka like ooh, wait don't tempt me don't make him sound good to me <laughs> but potato vodka is objectively disgusting so i'll i'll grant you that great and then we lost the russians next news the last das is that goodbye yeah, it is i'm so russian um Last, but certainly not. Okay, News the last. So there is a new HIV vaccine that the early trials are going super well in. And the novel vaccine stimulated the production of rare immune cells needed to generate antibodies against HIV in 97% of participants in phase one of this trial. Uh, makes it the most effective HIV, HIV vaccine to date, assuming that those numbers Old. Wait, vaccine today? Have we had an HIV vaccine? Yeah, but they haven't been super good. Oh, they've uh, like the, all the tests and shit they've been trying. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, IAVI and Scripps Research, who are developing the vaccine, reported that HIV re- researchers have pursued, quote, the holy grail of stimulating the immune system to create rare but powerful antibodies that can neutralize diverse strains of HIV. And um, stimulate my immune system, baby. <laughs> What I what I think is most interesting about this is that it actually is based on Moderna's COVID vaccine. Yeah. So, like, those vaccines had to be created quickly because capitalism. But at least there's more like downstream <laughs> effects to help out other people. Yeah. All we need to do is to to push HIV research along is to have a global pandemic that kills millions and millions of people. It was that easy all along. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. We'd we'd cure cancer in a heartbeat if it also gave you boners. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so thanks to Moderna's COVID vaccine and uh, IAVI and Scripps research, we could very well, if things continue to go well, have a full-on HIV vaccine and no more prep. Can you imagine, like, getting prep? is has been life-changing for so many gay people can you imagine the idea of there being a vaccine in our lifetime it's crazy it's crazy crazy talk i i one of the best parts hopefully i mean of, of this happening but like i would love people that experienced aids the aids crisis to be able to see it in their lifetimes as well i mean there obviously there are so many people that won't but like yeah that would be uh yeah that would just be nice 
Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And stay tuned for more on this developing story. <laughs> That's so legit. Wow. That's the news. Back to you. <laughs> Back to you, Kyle. <laughs> now here's Kyle with the weather. Um, uh, it's sunny. I hate it. Yeah, um, I do too. God damn it. People don't understand Seattle lights, and I understand that. And if it's over 75 degrees, I am going to bitch about it being too hot. Mm-hmm. I hate the sun. Please go away. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's awful. And it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Although I have been able to wear my both my skirt and a backwards hat because mm-hmm. of my long hair. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've felt like in this confusing, like, mm-hmm. suck it, I do what I want kind of mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mood. Mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody would suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Soon, once the vaccine immunity takes effect. All right, Kyle, should we talk about socks? Yeah, let's talk about So why are you saying it like that? Because I had a really hard time coming up with things to talk about that weren't just jizzing in socks. Well, I mean, we can, that can be half the episode. I'm sure that's fine. Okay. I've, you know that I've always said we should do more skits on this show. Yeah, sure. I want to reenact when I pitched this topic to you. Okay, great. We were, uh, what episode topic should we do? That was no one. I don't know who that was. That's Dan. Hello, I'm, I'm fucking Dan. <laughs> what episode topic do we want to do the other week? He sounds like that, y'all. He puts on a voice when he talks. On, what episode topic His do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> what episode topic do you want to do that time? And I said, uh, how about socks? Great. <laughs> You had a stronger reaction to that. That was fun. I was right. We should do that more often. I, you were like confused, and then we had to, and then I'm pretty sure it was like, yeah, that is a fetish. I'm pretty sure that is a fetish. And I was like, yeah, it is. I just. What, what day did we have that meeting? Was I was I a week ago? Was I okay then? Was no, I, okay, great. I doubt it. I doubt it. The question most times of if you were okay then is I doubt it. We took advantage of your weakness. Okay, great. Yeah, D- great. Dan, Kyle did. Dan, let's hear your real voice for a second. Talk like you normally do. Oh my god! <laughs> See, actually, it's pronounced bonobo. <laughs> great. Um. Uh, yes, it is a fetish. Do you want to start there? Do you want me to tell you about sock fetishes? Oh, okay, sure. No, you sock fet like like the people into so- on or off the body. Here we go. Here We're we talking go. about <laughs> it. You, okay. A little. And I guess baseball socks, if they're shin high, I can kind of get into that a little bit. But that's mostly because I want him to, to like take everything else off first and then choke me with them no i'm kidding i don't know Ooh, <laughs> i'm into socks all of a sudden wait do you uh, do you have any kind of yeah i mean uh, what you're saying you don't have no interest in socks like there's something there that you could see as being attractive and what is it i don't know i don't get it and like a lot of fetish stuff that's just how it is like you don't necessarily understand why i also feel this is dangerous i'm real worried about this topic let's back up and talk about that oh do you remember that one time that i said that i don't like fabric on my dick and then i yeah. made somebody upset yeah yeah i'm worried about doing that again oh okay but, but um i think like a lot of fetishes uh i kind of wonder if i'm into it because i've been told i should be into it mm. you know like there there are things that i have no idea how they could possibly be a fetish on their own if they didn't symbolize something and symbols are socially constructed like 
there are no police officers in the wild. Like the, that's a uniform that we put together, and it means power or mm. dom energy or whatever. And then that's how it became a fetish. But I don't think that there's like there's something non biological going on there. It's psychological that creates that kind of a of a fetish. I don't know. There no. are dogs that wear socks. Okay, it's well. so cute. And then sometimes they don't like it, so their feet like lift up really high, <laughs> or they go like straight out of their body like, like, while they're walking. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's I, so much. I just said so much. No, I, I and I'm sweating now, Kyle. Well, it is warm in here, okay. and also you're turned on by socks. So those two things together. <laughs> I should take these socks off. I should too. I hate socks. <laughs> oh God, you're right. I mean, well, okay. I think part of talking about this, I'm also not into socks, mm. and. What I think we've talked about a lot and are getting better at explicitly saying, like, do what you want if you're into socks. And actually, I've hooked up with someone who was into socks. Mm. And, like, I'm down. Like, can I have your socks? Yes. Here you go. Mm. Like, I don't. It does nothing for me, but I'm super down. Like, it's Mm. I don't know. And even if I weren't down, that's not the point. The point is, like, do what you want. Also, we're going to have our own personal reactions to it that are not judgments of other people mm-hmm. that are, that mm-hmm. we're just going to tell you how we feel and think about it. Yeah. And I don't know if you don't want to hear any kind of those reactions. Uh, I don't know. People know by now they're not listening to <laughs> they're us. They're not if- listening to us. Um, okay. So sock fetishes are a thing uh, on and off there. It goes both ways. Um, uh, the it's interesting because the sock fetish what I what I came to learn, people called it olfactophilia, which That's smelling stuff, which is the fetish of smells. But Dan, before you act so condescending <laughs> about me being wrong, that is what they that's the category they put sock fetishes in. And I disagree. I don't think that totally fits. But because a part of it is the smell of them. Hmm. Okay. So at least to me, even though I don't think that's totally fair, categorized correctly, it says at least the smell of socks is such a strong part of the sock fetish that they would even call it that. Like yeah. they would. Um, is foot fetish under that same category? Um, in a 1994 study, 45 percent of those with a foot fetish were found to be aroused by smelly socks. So it is not the same thing, but there is an overlapping interest there. Okay. So Great. like elements that I found there is. Sock fetish, meaning just socks on their own. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, I mean, a lot of the things that I read were about them being worn. So the smell of them after that. Uh, there's people wearing socks. That's a fetish. Feet separately but connected is a fetish. Smells clearly are a fetish that has a whole separate category that in, that of which socks are a part of. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. There, yeah, there's a lot that goes into this that is related but not totally there. Um, mm? go ahead. I was gonna keep going. Okay. So I read a February 2021, very recent. Wow, that's this year. That's this year. If you're listening to the future, <laughs> it might not be for you. But um, February 2021 article about socks. I just said that. What am I doing? Um, it was on a website called The Brag, which I never heard of. Um, by mm. Poppy Reed, and I thought it was really good and and well done and well-researched ebay a common place people might go to buy oh no used socks sorry i mean yes do it (laughs) (laughs) um they actually ban the sale of used socks because as they say quote for health and hygiene reasons we don't allow the sale of used underwear including socks on ebay great which you know that's not why it's not why you know it's because they don't want to be associated with dirty birds. Oh, 
Oh, okay, maybe. I mean, I... It's a seemingly understandable rationale to give for we're trying not to seem like dirty birds. That's my interpretation. It's probably multifaceted, and that's one of the many reasons just that they like went with this. Benches. I was just, I, I just was. How does eBay? How does, how do they ship stuff? Like maybe the post office was like, you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> the back room smells horrible. You need to stop. I no, I think they just want to present an image of wholesomeness. I don't don't associate eBay with being wholesome, but um, so spell whole, <laughs> spell some <laughs> i don't think that works but um then this article also referenced a guy who buys used socks uh who did an ama um Ooh. on reddit it was very it had like 10 upvotes so not like super popular but it was interesting just getting someone to explain or talk more about it so a few of the things that stood out that i will read someone asked why um, and he said fetish thing basically they're not cheap either usually sell for at least ten dollars a pair and go upwards of 30 in some cases what gayishpodcast.com slash merch <laughs> would you sell worn socks fuck yeah if people paid 30 bucks for it absolutely I mean okay let's talk about that later <laughs> I wonder if Shopify has any kind of rules against used socks I mean I feel better about that than like selling Come soaked underwear, which is another thing that like, oh, yeah. is quite common. I feel weird about mostly because like, how do you come that much that you can make a business out of it? Oh, I'll tell you. But- <laughs> later. I'll show you later. <laughs> um, another thing he said. Uh, someone asked his gender, and he said, "I'm a dude." I'll also let you know I'm straight, just because I know that'll be a follow up question. Hmm. Just and he's he his specific AMA was called "I buy guys use socks." Hmm. So um. Uh, I know that'll be a follow-up question. Uh, just when just when I was younger and around sweaty slash smelly feet and or socks, I found that I really liked it. Weird, I know. Hmm. Sure. Which I think that's an interesting question then, which I don't know that you'll be... I think we may have differing opinions on this. He says he is straight and also yeah. buys men's used socks. Yeah. Worn by men this dovetails with something that i didn't say when i paused and you were like what are you gonna say and yeah it's like, okay no, keep going um i also i i think i think about feet and socks as being in this space of as a closeted gay kid that was the part of other boys it was okay to look at like you're not looking oh. at them in the face you're not likely to get caught you're but like you can in the locker room you can stare at the floor because that's where you're supposed to be fucking staring and see feet and you can see socks and um have there be a, a big association it's like there. when tina breaks a hole in the bottom of the gym wall and she looks through all she can see is the socked foot feet of the boys in the gym yeah exactly exactly thanks i wonder thanks. if tina's into socks i'm sure she is. oh yes she is she has a drawer full of jimmy jr socks never mind yeah great okay i answered my own question oh man bob's burgers fans know yeah what were yeah. you saying about uh, something related so 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 then realizing that i make that association yeah i then project that and think why are you doing that bro yeah and then yeah. i assume that it's also born of repression of some kind and yeah. the that thing that is being repressed is that you gay yeah um, yeah oh and, and like socks are a way to express his gayness because they're men's socks and he doesn't have to then have sex with dudes to do it he can just have sex with socks i don't think that's what they call it but um yeah i I think there are a lot of things that just line up for me i 
came out and then learned about all these fetishes. So I associate them with gayness, but it's not at all because of that. It's just because then I was in the gay community and as I got older, learned more information and mm. from the gay community. So I incorrectly associate a lot of things with gayness, even though they may not have nothing to do with it or maybe they're related, but not definitively gay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, I think you're right when you say projection because like, uh, I think like a lot of fetishes, I think you often assume fetishes are born of some kind of issue, personal issue or trauma in the past. And, and I, and I think that could be the case for some people, but I think that's a mischaracterization of fetishes in general. I mean, I, I wouldn't use the word blame, but I definitely look for explanation Mm. and assume that there is one. Yeah. But Um, I mean, the explanation that you're looking for, you're looking for some kind of issue or problem, right? Like, isn't that what you're, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Not necessarily. I, I think it's value neutral. Hmm. But I, I'm always I'm always interested in like, I don't know. Why do garbage bags turn you on? Well, it's because yeah. I, I, your dad watched porn when you took the garbage out or something. I, I don't. I, I, I just <laughs> it's garbage bag time. <laughs> you left. He whipped out his dick and went real crazy, real fast. <laughs> and I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. Very interesting to try to understand where this came from. I mean, the most he said when I was younger and around. It's interesting, though, because he he talks about when I was younger around smelly feet or socks. I really liked it like Mm. that. It's possible that that's just kind of how he is like it didn't. Or I don't know, maybe he's too young to. Yeah, I, I do think it's interesting trying to understand where fetishes come from. But I also don't. I suspect that they are not as easy to draw a line back to this thing happened with socks and now. Yeah, you know, blank, blank, blank. But yeah, I get that. I get, uh, science would have figured it out then. Um, there was a different AMA where, uh, or no, no, just a different conversation on Reddit where people talked about uh, sock fetishes. Are you into it? Are you not? Um, and someone mentioned something that I thought was interesting. Um, it is uh, talking about sock fetishes. This is surprisingly common, especially in football slash soccer countries. Hmm. And then a comment to that is I'm from Greece and it was so easy to find people into it. Like myself, I'm in the U S now and it's surprisingly rare, Hmm. which I didn't think about that. Like I could see a more direct connection between UC soccer players who have prominent socks, (laughs) different than football players, different than American football players. And like, I'm into anything they do say, wear or be. Yeah, sure. Uh, last, Are there other like baseball players wear high socks, which I yeah, mentioned, but they're capris cover up. Yeah, it's interesting. Like soccer player socks are like, bam, they're and there. They're, they're wearing shorts. That's why. <laughs> and well, and you're wearing shin guards, so um, uh, so it makes them even more. They're like a part of your equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if you're interested in learning more, you can go to sockfetishclub.com, where the, at the top it says, "quote single gay guys with sock fetishes interested in sock fetish dating." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, I wish this podcast were visual. Your face did a, a, a journey, a roller coaster ride of things. What didn't you say there? Uh, oh, that's that's a site that exists. That's interesting. I wonder if I should go there. What would it be like? Why would I do that? It was I. So I obvi went there. I yeah. found it in my research, and I was scrolling through. And some, it was just like I don't know. I, like if this dude's super hot. And is into me for socks? Like, I could totally be like, yes, take my socks and my butt. Like, mm. you, you know, mm. it's, it's, I don't know. I, I almost thought of it as like, 
man, if it's hard for people to find people who are okay with sock stuff, then maybe I could get a hotter guy mm, mm. if I if I do that. Yeah. Yeah. So find my profile at Kyle Smells Socks at sockfetishclub.com. Great. You say stuff. Oh man. Oh Kyle. What? Okay. No, just I just I just I just I just I just I just what I guess I didn't realize when we were setting up this episode that it was going to be all about like socks as a fetish. And I know that we well, said that in the meeting. I just didn't re- like I didn't realize it was more complicated than like some people are into socks. Oh. Moving on. Oh. <laughs> so thank oh. you. Well, well <laughs> it doesn't have to be all about it. What else do you got? Um, well, when we were talking about this as setting it up, of course, my, my, my brain immediately went to like cum rags, socks as cum rags. Yeah. Right. Like, and there's so That's much. why I call my asshole a sock. Really? No. It's, it's kind of a tube. This <laughs> is the tube sock that you can use as a cum rag. <laughs> anyway. Um, but okay. Also very, we need to very, make a very distinct clarification that this is not a fetish now. Like, right. What you ha- happen to jizz into is not necessarily related to a fetish thing. Right, 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 right. Um, but go on, talk about what you jizz into. Well, I mean, so one thing, one thing I think is particularly fascinating about the socks as a way to clean up semen is that it is mainstream enough that like, white bread sitcoms on television the mom will joke about the crusty sock like it's apparently okay to talk about teenage boys blasting a load all over their laundry <laughs> on on mainstream media primetime television yeah it's that's that's like if you pick it apart isn't that kind of fucked up i i i think the the fact that it is like a couple steps removed from the very explicit that you just <laughs> like the fact that you could talk about my son's socks and leave it there like people that get it get it but you don't have to get too into the yeah someone <laughs> this reminds me of if someone makes a homophobic or racist joke like how you know people often ask like how do you handle that or what do you do and one common response is ask them to explain the joke and then yeah. when someone starts to explain it they will just themselves get to the <laughs> this just remind me of that like oh why is that funny oh because little boys come into socks when they're <laughs> horny and like ask them to explain the joke and it gets real weird um yeah 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 also it's not something that i ever did and same zaramas for the aforementioned like i just don't i don't like the feeling of fabric on my penis and i'm certainly don't want to surround it in fabric while yeah. I, I, I try you, to come you I'm also like, have told me privately you hate everyone who rubs their dick on fabric that's you right. have a personal vendetta yeah. against all of them yeah absolutely explicitly. absolutely yeah monsters <laughs> there should be a special prison for those kind of people yeah filled with the worst feeling fabric. Do yeah. people want it to feel good or soft or like socks don't feel? I mean, are we talking like wool or corduroy? Are we like? Are we I like, don't know. What's the worst feeling fabric? I, like mohair, maybe. I don't like, know. Like, can you turn stone into fabric? Anyway, this is not a, a sandpaper sock. <sighs> we are what? I don't know what's happening. This episode. The answer is burlap. Oh, mm. yeah, that checks out. Yeah. That checks out. But is that good or bad for... Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about jizzing his socks. <laughs> so, so, I there's like... Do you... 
So you you that's not how the how you roll either. The idea of like to jizz into the sock, I think is is like there's a, there's utility there. Like that's there's a that's a pragmatic approach, right? <laughs> like you you're not you're not you're not like blowing a load and then looking for where did it go? Like uh, like where did it go? <laughs> Isn't that how it got in the, in the, the uh, girl that girl's hair in oh in something loves something Mary? about Parley. <laughs> there's something about mary yeah together we would have gotten yeah we would have gotten it um uh, and, and then and then like and then using a sock because i don't think a sock like as a rag is necessarily the best material for that purpose maybe it is but like, i think it's i mean as good as any material to wipe it off a paper towel or something at that point anyway this whole like a sock is a tube shape i'm gonna put my dick in there and then that'll take care of it right yeah. is 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 like if you like that sensation or at least don't hate it, that's pretty, that makes sense. There's utility in that. But you're right that the comp, like when people talk about that as a place to jizz, they're not talking about the fetish. They're just talking about ease of cleanup and a play. And yeah, yeah, I am the same. I never used socks and got, was kind of one of those confusing things where people, yeah, you're right. People talk about it and joke about it enough that I thought it was a thing that every boy did and I never did. And I just was, I, although I do remember, like, growing up when I first learned to jerk off, and boy, after that, whew. <laughs> um, but it was always a thing of, like, well, it's probably nighttime and everyone's gone to bed, because that's when it's, because you can do it in secret where God can't see you. And, yeah. <laughs> like, and then what do I do now? Like, do I risk trying to get to the bathroom? Right. Or, do, or did I plan ahead and bring in some, like, toilet paper or tissues with me? Or And then how do I get rid of them? Like, uh, yeah. the cleanup is a, a tricky process, especially when you're embarrassed about what you do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, that... I'm kind of mad at you. <gasps> But not really. I went down this whole rabbit hole uh, researching for this episode of like people taking pictures of and are proud of and then post rather publicly like their socks that they use over and over and over and over again for this purpose. Uh Like how many how many loads are in this sock kind Uh of kind of thing. And um, like it's a lot like uh, and then that led me down this whole other thing of like there's this this guy named Cumbox on Reddit and <laughs> and he has pictures of a shoebox that he's been coming into for years without doing anything with it so he's just like a shoebox full of dried up cum that he's like created and um but then apparently he got embarrassed about it and he tried to light it on fire and then like mold grew in it. Oh God, how flammable is cum? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It probably is though. Science? (laughs) Has science ever figured this out? Uh, Similarly, the brony cum jar was interesting. Um, He had a, a, a jar with a My Little Pony figurine in it that was like neck deep in jizz. Like, and, and, and oh it, it was sitting on a radiator and almost boiled it to death. Like it was, it was a lot. Um, it's so brown. Okay. <laughs> oh, what? Yes, Kyle. Just that My Little Pony. Oh my God! I can't. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I. I won't. I can't. Oh God. Yeah. 
I just to be clear, yes. I was imagining it was a jar with a printed image of a My Little Pony on it that he had been coming in. It is a jar containing an actual My Little Pony action figure. Yes. Yeah. F- drowning in cum. Yeah. Yep. 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 Enjoy that. Um and then Don't look it up. It, everyone. Don't, just, this is important. <laughs> um and then last but not least, and this does happen with socks. If you're not super careful, uh, according to Mark E. Moffat, a research associate at the Smithsonian Institution who specializes in this. In jizz socks? Ants love cum. <gasps> if you leave your cummy whatever, ants will find it and they will love it. I'm an ant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ignore the science. Do not jizz in an old sock and not wash it. You will get ants, wow. at least according to this person. Uh, he said, quote, all I can say is that protein and fats from any source can be tasty. <laughs> you, Damn straight. If you're, if you're an ant. Um, and y- y- yeah, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> wow, you just said so much stuff to my ears. I know, I know. I know. People said they were getting overwhelmed by the Republican episode, <laughs> and so you just were like, "How about this, motherfuckers?" Oh man. Okay. What? How do I want to sum this segment? Up? Can can one? Can <laughs> Should one? one? <laughs> um the the crusty sock thing. Yeah. There are lots of jokes about it. Yeah. It's in sitcoms and stuff. And I think that's weird that we just feel like it's okay to talk about that. Like so willy nilly when there are so many other things that I think are less off the beaten path and are considered taboo. Yeah. Yeah. Don't um, talk about teenage boys willy nillies. Yeah. Um, no, I, well, yeah, I, I was just thinking like, I don't, it's one of those things where I don't think we talk enough about children's and teenagers sexuality because it weirds us out and i think we should do it more because like you're going to feel these things and ignoring it just makes people jizz into random socks instead of or i don't know if you want to great but like as instead of like i don't know maybe you could get some jizz helpers that's is that a line of there is there is the common like like uh, undercurrent there that like that's also that's where you hide it from your mom yeah like like she's too stupid to notice the laundry it is weird that that's where you hide it and that's like the place you associate at least i do my mom did my laundry so like i that'd be the worst place to put it yeah exactly exactly it's weird but I, I agree. I think that, like there are a lot of things that should be normalized discussing, um, even though it makes people uncomfortable. But people have a weird okayness with talking about this and not other things. And it's yeah. yeah. Why is that? I think you're allowed to talk about like teenage boys being gross and sexual. Yeah, and horn dogs and horn dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's. Um, I agree with you. That we should normalize some things and talk about some things. I guess I don't like that it's a punchline. Like part of me, part of me thinks like, "Oh, crusty socks, ha ha ha!" Everybody laughs, and and then like, there's some poor thirteen year old boy who's real confused about what's happening and now feels some sort of shame because it's a joke. Mm. And um, yeah. Anyway, and well, uh, just come on, My Little Pony. That's the that's <laughs> what you really should do. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> Nay. <laughs> okay, thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Um, okay, I we're going to take a very severe left turn. Sure. And talk about using socks to pack. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, so this I mean, episode... at least one pair per day of planned travel is my is my <laughs> packing guideline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought. I mean, that still applies here if you're packing and traveling. <laughs> like you pack enough socks for that. Um, I. For those who don't know, if you're uh, transmasculine, female to male, um, do we use female to male? Because that seems to define them as... I don't know. Anyway, um, FTM. I guess someone used that in there. A- I see the FTM community use FTM yeah, self-descriptively pretty often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I watched a couple videos on this idea that trans men will use socks among other you know there are lots of other options but socks are a common thing that they might use because they have limited access to things to be able to pack their underwear with to give the presence feeling whatever of having a dick yeah cis men too for what that's worth red hot chili peppers yeah well they didn't really pack they just well they packed but they forgot everything else (laughs) um and so uh a popular youtuber uppercase chase one uh, he uh, didn't talk about uh, socks. He talked about just the idea of packing and all the prosthetics that uh, presumably you would be able to either have super affirming parents as a kid, um, which this is part of why all this legislation is fucking terrible because, yeah. uh, um, or that you might order as you get older or have money or what have you. Um, so even though it wasn't about socks, I still wanted to say what he said at the beginning of this video. Um, he said, uh, first of all, these are life-saving prosthetics, and they are helping to alleviate bottom dysphoria for a lot of transmasculine individuals. Mm. So I think that's an important context to that because so many of us are not trans, the idea of wanting to have a dick or packing your underwear or whatever may seem either just thing you do for appearance or I, I don't want to downplay the importance of bottom dysphoria and using this as as a part of life-saving health care that helps reduce bottom dysphoria yeah. yeah and and i think that's something that could be lost when you talk about this topic yeah. um so i watched another video that actually did talk about um it's a smaller uh, channel but thin and tie f-i-n-n and tie t-y uh they have uh, thirty-six thousand views on their video how to make a sock packer ftm trans diy okay um and to them like showed how to roll up socks and and it, it was yeah it was like what you might imagine someone who doesn't have support a family or can't talk about it or just this is the what's right in front of them of having socks how to use that to pack to make a kind of dick like appearance and it's, it's really interesting being the the proud owner of, of a penis um it's interesting seeing them talk about like you don't think about like where stuff rides like yeah. and, and guys aren't always hard so it's soft so you're you know it, it sits lower than you might expect or your balls are not between your legs they unless you spread them like there's just a lot of talking about penises in a completely non-sexual way, a way of just trying to get it right and make yeah, it yeah, look yeah. right. It's just very interesting yeah. as someone who... <laughs> yeah. As, as someone who knows. Yeah. Um, but mostly I wanted to read you just a few of the comments uh, oh. on their YouTube video. Okay. Don't... Good things. Okay, good. Well, I mean, <laughs> good in whatever way. Um, I am. I literally am closeted as hell right now, but I wanted to pack, and this helped so much. Hmm. Another comment. Thank you. I'm non-binary, non-binary and closeted, and I'd like to try out packing without having to invest in an actual packer. This helps so much. Thank you. And another one. Thank you so much for making this tutorial video. Like, holy shit, fucking thank you. I feel so much 
so more comfortable with myself now. Even though it isn't the best in the world, for now, it'll help me immensely until I get a well-made packer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the, the reason I said like those are good positive comments for that video, but also there's a part that sucks about this of for a lot of people, I'm closeted, so I have to find things that I can use that are innocuous or, you know, that if if we could be able to talk about bottom dysphoria that trans men experience and and offer them the medical tools or answers or, you know, it shouldn't have to be this. I found this random YouTube video to help me make my DIY packer because I can't tell anyone, you know, yeah. so there, yeah. there is to me a, a, a shitty part of this that is because we don't talk about this or we don't allow trans kids to have their own like personal personhood. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. And we, we definitely need to have like, like trans people on the show to talk about trans stuff. And like we, we, we say dysphoria, gender dysphoria, but we don't actually, where am I going with this? the descriptions of what it feels like to experience dysphoria make it sound seem so so traumatic like it is so uncomfortable it is so torturous and uh it's it's something we don't talk about enough and i think there's a tendency to minimize yeah because especially straight cis culture talks about and then so and so decided that they were a girl or whatever yeah and but no they're like serious painful feelings sensations emotions thoughts surrounding being in the wrong body and mm-hmm. and um and if if this helps great yeah. right and let's t- we should talk about it yeah you're, you're super right yeah yeah i agree i think it, the the concept i think it's hard to talk about because the concept is a difficult one for cis people to grasp because i before the discussion of trans people didn't even have any concept of what that could feel. Obviously I've never experienced it, but like what is the concept of that? And, and I can only read descriptions of it. So like it's, yeah, it is very hard to imagine internalize and picture what that could feel like just because the lack of understanding of how it might feel. So I think that also makes it more difficult, but important kind of underlying fact to remember the dysphoria when we talk about trans issues and yep yeah Yeah, absolutely huh that where i thought you were going to go is is the like the the male enhancement use of socks of like wanting to do that wanting to have a bigger bulge and the whole thing it's it's interesting it's it's interesting to me that um that's also something that's totally in the mainstream like so many tropes of like are you set a banana in your pocket you're just happy to see me or mm-hmm. but but like using especially socks as a way to pad your bulge to make it look like you have a bigger dick than you really do is yeah. all over the place yeah. in fiction yeah. and and on on tv sitcoms again yeah. primarily like hit this a lot i'm wearing mine now yeah no great oh <laughs> <laughs> um did you ever do that no no not in a real way like i've i've put stuff in the pouch of my underwear before to be like i wonder what that would be like mm. or, or what but not like and then gone out and yeah. legitimately tried to pass as being hung like a donkey or something yeah. right like 
But are, are there people that do? I guess it, are there, there must be. There are. There's like special underwear so that you can put your dick in a little pouch in the front so that it sticks out more. Like there are lots of ways that we find to try to make ourselves look like we have bigger dicks. Yep. Well, and so this is a sort of good segue Ooh. about the the conversation about whether the Calvin Klein underwear ad mm-hmm. that Justin Bieber did was with socks or Photoshop enhanced, whether his bulge was enhanced. I mean, we've seen his dick for realsies, though, yeah. and heard from his dad that he's hung, so... <laughs> Which is totally normal, and Ooh. everything's fine. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so Twitter 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 sort of predictably had a thing. This was back in 2015 and lots of people were looking at photos of him in underwear in other contexts and like doing a comparison between him and this ad and of course everybody was like it's totally socks that he'd stuffed in there to make that impressive package and some like analyses about about that like and wow but at the end of the day why do we do that why 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 did that happen why why like people are zooming into justin bieber's crotch to figure out if there's socks in there or not like that's 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 a lot that's Mm -hmm. a lot happening yeah um and is it okay I mean, if it's not okay, then chain me up and <laughs> throw me in the pit. Um, I mean, it's. I think it's the the same idea of like you know we see beautiful people and we Photoshop people to make them look even better, and then that sets this unrealistic standard. So I would love to know if maybe I can feel less bad about myself if I hear that it's photoshopped to or packed or something to be made made to look more impressive because that's just not what a human penis usually looks like yeah some of them do good for you high fives all around but like it's just calvin klein underwear ads are the epitome of what a perfect body should be because they that's you with david beckham and sean mendez and uh uh justin mcbeber like you just have to that's just the entire point of it and it's it sucks for a lot of reasons to see that as what perfection should look like, including, you know, if, if that's what you see growing up, if you don't see a lot of penises when you're growing up, that's what you see, you know, between porn and these kinds of images, that's what you see. And that's what you expect. And I think that's part of the reason we all have size issues because we think that's what your dick is supposed to look like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always so weird to me whenever I see like underwear ads, cause you're like, it doesn't, Unless you like you're, uh, yeah, hung like that something big. Yeah, that's good. I'm a writer. Um, then it doesn't look like that. It doesn't stick out that far. You don't like have that distinct impression of the head. Like it, it's just it doesn't. When you pack or when you in other words, like it, it just for most guys that's just not what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then. I don't know if this is okay to talk about. <gasps> do it. Somebody who would do that to make a bigger bulge, stuff themselves, and then go out to the bars. What's the end game there? Because if the goal is to get laid, somebody's going to find out. Mm, no, you. I mean, well, if you're facing the other way, they won't see it. But True. No, I mean, like, there's got to be a moment where you, like, take that out surreptitiously during your... I mean, turn off the lights and... Yeah. I don't know. I think there are ways to it's yeah. 
That's true. Like, it, yeah, that would be weird to like touch someone's junk over their pants and then it starts to like <laughs> fall off. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what? I, I made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. I, I think it, it, it's interesting that, yeah, to to pack, to go out when you're a cis dude, because you're like, we just have these high expectations of what dicks should look like. And you can have an amazing dick that just makes no impression in pants. Like, I just, I don't know. It's, yeah. 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 Um, do you have more segments? Um, one thing that fucking Dan mentioned that we could talk about briefly is, uh, fancy socks. Nice socks. Fancy socks. Yeah. Um, fancy socks. Fancy socks. <laughs> this is my fancy socks song. <laughs> it's interestingly not that fancy. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I didn't think about this until he mentioned it, but it, it, to me, like nice socks, dress socks, colorful socks are gay. Oh. So like I didn't, I always felt bad about myself that I'm a shitty dresser and sometimes still do. And having nice socks is one of those like, touches that well-dressed guys will do and so i always like felt bad that i wasn't like a you know didn't have myself all put together to do that Hmm. and also if you so gay men are expected to do that also if you have nice socks that's like a well you must be gay hey cow hey mike i disagree let's fight (gasps) okay do it uh from my fraternity experience it's actually it's super straight to your tie and your socks, you're allowed to be flamboyant. So your perfectly tanned suit, your navy suit with the white starched shirt, that's standard uniform, cannot deviate. That's what's appropriate for men to wear, straight men to wear when they dress up. But your tie or your socks fucking go to town. Hmm. Be as ridiculous as you want to be. That's like men, straight men have so few ways that they're allowed to accessorize and have it still be considered masculine and straight. And I think socks is totally inbounds for them. I think, uh, I mean, I know, I see what you're saying. Um, and I think, but I th- still think you'd get gay rumors for wearing nice socks. Hmm. I think if you see a dude in a suit that has like his shitty black shoes from Kohl's and his shitty black socks from Kohl's because they <laughs> came in the two for one package. <laughs> like, and then you see a guy with like nice polka dot, you know, pink socks. Hmm you're more likely to think the polka dot pink sock dude is gay. Hmm. Hmm. You can't tell me you would, you, you can't tell me that you wouldn't think that guy would be more likely to be gay. I don't think so. You're think lying. I and I hate you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I mean, the gay one is wearing the like silk vest or like the, the, the gay one does something else other than loud socks. It's like cuter hair. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hang out with frat guys all the time. So like that's brag. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean that's that's where I'm drawing that from. Yeah. Um I do think that like grown-ups, I feel terrible saying that because frat guys are grown-ups legally, <laughs> but like dudes in their 40s then maybe you might be onto something. Hmm. Like the gay one then has the has the bright loud socks, but Yeah. Um among younger guys, I don't think so. Yeah, I I do think it's something that is changing. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have fancy socks? I honestly, the only, I, I mentioned, um, the, the socks my parents 
uh, gave me for Christmas that have rainbow colors on them. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but also every year in my stocking, I get some nice socks that, um, are not ones that I would pick out, but I end up really loving. And so I, that's any cute socks that I have are because my mom gave mm. them to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks mom. Thanks mom. Yeah. Um, well then, uh, I, I did want to talk briefly about sock puppets. Okay. And sock puppet accounts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So those are two different or can be two different things. Well, I mean, that's, that's, it's an etymology thing. So like, did you ever watch lamb chop? Yeah. I did. Do you now have this is the song that never ends gets stuck in your head? Oh no, I get the um I get the the other one. Lamb chops and yeah, long that one. Something, something. Yeah. Um or Mare's Dotes and Dozy Dotes and Little Lambsy Divey. A kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? I don't no? know. Okay, great. I don't remember it that one. Well. Um so a sock puppet is a literal sock like fucking lamb chop that has <laughs> been made to look like something else. And um, that term actually also has entered the 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 internet lexicon to to mean uh, an online identity used for purposes of deception. And the 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 gayish angle is the number of fucking sock puppets on Grinder and Scruff and, <laughs> and, and, and and everywhere else. I tend to associate that with catfishing and sock puppet with like political. You're, you are super duper onto something. So the, the, the use of the term has expanded to now include other misleading uses of online identities, such as those created to praise, defend, or support a person or organization, to manipulate public opinion, or to circumvent restrictions, such as viewing a social media account that they are blocked from, mm-hmm. suspension, or an outright ban from a website. So um, the the OED uh, first had sock puppet uh an entry for sock puppet as a person whose actions are controlled by another or a minion, uh, in, in 2000. Um, but it's been happening for a long, long time, right? Like, like, um, Walt Whitman, Anthony Burgess, Benjamin Franklin, there, there's a long history of authors reviewing their own books under assumed identities, sock puppets. Um, and do we need to do that more for our podcast? Like all of a sudden on Twitter, it's like, Hey, love this episode. You're the best. Great, great job guys. I think I would never send you any direct messages complaining about you. I think that there are probably some shows that are doing better than us, but they're actually not. Well, I, uh, I actually heard that Twitter started because like to make it seem more popular, the founders created a bunch of fake accounts to make it seem like, yeah, you have to have, that was what I was worried about with Patreon. Like you have to have this baseline. I didn't do the Patreon people. That's all right. I just remembered that. You can do them next time. Okay. Sorry, everyone. We'll, we'll get to you. <laughs> Socks were too important, I guess. Um, like you have to have this appearance of a certain number of people to appear legit. And that's this weird kind of mixture of like, but how do you start anything? So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so this is really sad and maybe trigger warning because I'm going to say I'm going to say the word suicide Hmm. in it. Um, In 2008, there was a woman named a 49 year old woman named Lori Drew who was prosecuted and found guilty in federal court because she'd created a MySpace account in which she claimed to be a 16 year old boy named Josh Evans. Her goal had been to create a relationship with Megan Meyer, a 13 year old girl who had been in conflict with her daughter after Josh in quotes ended the relationship with Megan. She committed suicide. 
uh, and and Drew, this woman, was found guilty in connection with misrepresenting her identity in violation of the MySpace terms of service. So, does the very convoluted scenario there make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what I thought was super interesting in this is uh, that she she apparently had... Okay, hold on. A trial court granted a motion by her to throw out the verdict uh, on appeal. And she successfully argued that her use of a false identity did not constitute unauthorized access to MySpace, citing a 1973 breach of contract dispute where a court of appeals ruled that, quote, fraudulently induced consent is consent nonetheless. Yeah, that's the right face. Isn't fraudulently induced consent by definition not consent? I don't okay. Not according to this court. Also, let's let's base MySpace. Okay, there's lots of fucked up shit going on for the beyond the obvious reason. The fact that she's going to court over a violation of MySpace terms and yeah. not like the legit crimes and also using a law that was created in the 70s to help inform what to do about fucking MySpace is exactly the problem with like Absolutely. the law and the people in Congress and all that shit. Absolutely. The courts and yeah. So, apparently the prosecution appealed that decision to throw out the guilty verdict, but later dropped its appeal and she got away with it. Wow. Um, I don't know what the status is of that ruling. This is a rather old case. It's from 2008. But at, at least in that, at that time, fraudulently induced consent is consent nonetheless. Man. Um, and that I find to be super, super terrifying. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to touch on briefly when it comes to sock puppeting on, online um, is that in late November of 2020, the Young Turks Network reported an example of a white male Republican Trump voter having a sock puppet Twitter account presented as that of a black gay man, <laughs> criticizing Biden and praising Trump while systematically emphasizing his race and sexual orientation. I'm a gay black man, and I think yeah. Trump is fantastic. Yeah. Didn't actually exist. Uh, in October of 2020, Clemson University social media researchers identified, quote, more than two dozen Twitter accounts claiming to be black Trump supporters who gained hundreds of thousands of likes and retweets in a span of just a few days, sparking major doubts about their identities. Many using photos of black men from news reports or stock images, including one in which the text black man photo was still watermarked <laughs> on the image. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. If there's one thing you expect old white dudes to fuck up, it's yeah. getting images from the internet yep. correctly. Yep. yep. I, I, I think this is a legit problem. And I've said before, when you argue with someone online, yeah, it, it what even if you're disagreeing or saying true things and they're being shitty and you're calling them out on it like the more attention you give it the better it looks for them yeah yeah and and one way to instead of doing that report report them because getting their tweet removed is going to be way better and more helpful to stop the dissemination weirdly sexual yeah in this episode about socks um of the information than than trying to argue with them yeah if i mean argue with someone who's like a blue check and you know they're real and and promoting shitty opinions but and, and even in um i think news also picks up on these random small you mentioned a lot more likes but random small things the the article i mentioned from the the brag 
the AMA had 10 upvotes. Like when I read, like, here's an example of someone into socks as a reference for a news article. Then you go and look and it's like, oh, this is, it had a handful of questions and 10 upvotes. Like yeah. this is not that <clears throat> yeah. big, but you can take, like people are tweeting about, I think we, we, I think that's why some of these crazy right wing conspiracies are able to drop because you, you have three people and then the news reports big surge in this belief. And you're like, Oh, three people with Twitter accounts that have 10 followers each said a thing. Yeah. So you're using that as your example. I think it, we, we place too much emphasis or mental energy on people that either aren't real or, uh, or don't constitute a large portion of the real yeah. America. Yeah. The yeah. real world. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm with you. And and it's, it's also when you start looking into it, shocking how many like foreign governments or even our own government that are doing this on purpose yeah. as uh, in order to sow the seeds of discord yeah. and, and make political change. Like Russia used a lot of sock puppets to sway the election, both in 2016 and in 2020. And uh, our own government said it to our own government. And our government was like, that's a lie. And our, our government was like, no, it's not. And, yeah. and then... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's sock puppets in the other way that it can be. Can I briefly bring us up because yeah, we had a heavy story. I oh, uh, this is just a quick thing. I looked up a sock on Urban Dictionary Great. to see what sure. other uh, things sock could be used in. Oh man, sock cock, an uncircumcised dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that. I like uh, those. I like them. Give me one. <laughs> yes, same these. Um. Sock job, the act of rubbing your feet on a penis while wearing a sock. I mean, kind of like hand job, but with your feet wearing, uh, rubbing your feet on a penis while wearing socks, preferably to the point of causing an orgasm. Hmm. I mean, everything should be preferably done to the point of orgasm. <laughs> 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 I mean, maybe not like execution. Yeah. I mean, why not go out on a bang? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, sock cucker is the like cocksucker but trying to either pass it by unnoticed or uh-huh. i learned the word spoonerism through yeah. this because I, I didn't know what that meant it's where you switch the first letters of something to make it a new thing like yeah. someone said no the example was horrible but um the sock rule have you heard about this the sock rule the sock rule it is if you have socks on it's not gay <laughs> <laughs> i gotta get these socks off <laughs> i know right we're we're doing very poorly yeah uh the the idea and i actually f- saw this first on tiktok if you see like for example two dudes in bed then you do a sock check and if they're wearing socks then they're not in the urban dictionary said uh uh it's not gay because you're not committed to the act but if no socks are on then it is gay because you are committed to it so they'll have these like videos of like you know, someone walks in, sees two dudes in bed and goes sock check. And if they're wearing socks, it's not gay. And, and you'll see like, you know, they'll check their socks and they won't be wearing socks. And they'll go, Oh, not wearing socks. Like, Oh God. It's, and, and I love this. It's like no homo to me. (laughs) I love it because people have taken it and it there. It's clearly so like, they'll have two like, you know, shirtless dude spooning and then check for socks and then it's fine. Like people are clearly like, this is ridiculous and making fun of it. But like, yeah, we have all these rules about what is and isn't gay and how to make yourself not gay. And you know, I don't know. It's just kind of poking fun at that. Awesome. Yeah. 
Did we do it? Yeah, I think we ended. I wanted to end on a higher note, and I think that that did it. Yeah, we didn't even talk about sockeye salmon. We didn't talk about sock like socky in the arm. Like that means I'm going to punch you. We didn't talk about wind socks. Sock it to we, me. We didn't on laughing. Absolutely. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Wow. Episode sock part two coming next week. Yep, exactly. That's not true. But but for now, I'm going to slide up and down these wood floors on my socks. Let's take a break. It sounds like risky business. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. You ready? I think so. Okay. So I'll be back. We're back. We're back. Wait, Dan, did, are you muted? <laughs> I could hear some. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, what's up? <laughs> what are we going to do next, Kyle? Oh, this is my line. Hello. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do our games. We're gonna do our games as straight as but first. Our Having website. Maybe the dependency of a next thing to happen was a really bad planning on our part. <laughs> we'll put a poster on the wall, whatever wall you end up facing in the final iteration of the CNN Javi Studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so that the, you have it in front of you. I was very distracted when we were recording the Patreon because in my line of sight was our socks mm. on video. So I yes, this would actually help. Okay, we're gonna do games as straight as but first. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and Discord. At Gayish Podcast. Discord doesn't work like that, but find us by going to our Facebook group. And Instagram? Instagram. Did I not say that? I don't know. No. Oh. And our, Instagram. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. is 585-5-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email. Did I already do that? Gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is Post Office Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. And guess what? Standard postage applies. Standard postage applies. Joe in Dallas sent us something. Ooh. Which is terrifying. It's like, yeah. (laughs) It's both exciting and terrifying. And I usually open it just to, like, have it already be open so Uh, that we don't have to go through the, like... But with Joe in Dallas, you want the genuine surprise of whatever thing. I didn't want to accidentally see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... So he also sent something to my house, but it's for Mike. And it's in my hands under the table. Oh, really? I opened it up. I'm like, ooh. And then I realized that it might be for Mike. <laughs> and so I messaged him and confirmed that that was in, in indeed, indeed the case. Oh, my God. Okay. What is it, Mike? For those Mike. new to the podcast, I believe the last package we got from Joe and Dallas was dildos for everybody. I have a very large dildo uh, sitting in the, on the shelf. And I accidentally house. took Mike's. <laughs> Accidentally. This says Mike for a touch of fancy <gasps> Candyman fashion. What? This is, I think, is it a, jock strap? a thong, maybe? Oh. Is it a mask or a thong? Oh, I thought it was a jock strap. It is. Oh, it is not, not much at all. It's it is barely a jock strap. It's, but it's one of those ones that go. It's like the Borat thing. Like it goes like all the way around your oh, shoulder. I think. Does it? No, I, I just. No, I think that's. I think waist? those. Yeah, I think yeah, that's your waist and your bands. It's got like a this see-through sense. dick. Holster. Yeah. This one is says Mike because Keto is his friend, and this is a jock strap with like a sailor blue. Oh, That's really cute. Okay. Like that one. Or it looks like your dick's in prison because it's got the black and white stripe. This is my favorite activist, Kyle. <gasps> I'm an activist. Tell us about it, Kyle. It's a little box of feminist flair with pins, magnets, and bitches. Oh, sorry, patches. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm an activist. Shut up. <laughs> I can use that word. I, I know at least three bitches. You're mispronouncing it. It's misogynist. <laughs> Says to Dan for his dirty den. Oh. oh. It looks like a CD case. It is a CD case, I believe. And then it, it looks right. It is a whole bunch of uh, DVD-Rs uh, full of porn. Oh, my God. Is that... Bone Daddy, Big Wood. Did uh, you get a DVD? Ca- Did we travel back in time to the 90s? <laughs> what? <laughs> so you got much a DVD porn. case of porn. This is amazing. Naval mm. Escort. Uh, this says Mike for a game night. A Game of Thrones, Hand of the King. Ooh. Little game. This says Kyle, the lover of puns. Ooh. Uh, Canine Chaos. Oh, a card game. Canine Chaos. Let's play this after. Uh, there's Clint. <laughs> I'll wear my jockstrap. <laughs> okay. I don't need to know that. Um, the the dogs on the Canine Chaos card game are Clint Eastwoof, uh, Notorious P.U.G., <laughs> David Growl, <laughs> Fleance Knowles. <laughs> what was that one? <laughs> Someone posted. I, did he post this on Discord? I, I've seen someone, uh, he uh, he sent this to me because, like, we were talking about it on Discord. I think he might have posted it, and I oh, just, okay. uh, there. and there's also tenor, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Porrance, Pop Porrance, but Fleance Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> Fleance Knowles. That's so good, right? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, Thanks, thank, Joan Dallas. Thank you, Joan oh, Dallas. One more. One more. Oh. What is this? Is this a mask? It is a mask. Oh, well, I thought it was a mask. Maybe it's a jock strap. <laughs> Por que no los dos? Por que no los dos? It's a mask. It's a but mask. it's a Star Trek mask. Oh. Rank of captain. <gasps> it's the burgundy, which makes it... Command. Yes. Oh, oh. But is it... Like, the burgundy specifically? That burgundy... Is that from a specific series or? I thought red just means command. Yeah. On next generation. Next generation through. Yeah. It's just like a brighter red on. Some, oh, I feel like that feels very DS nine to me. The like bur- like deep burgundy and I don't know. Yeah, I may be wrong. Thanks, Joe. And this is where I lost interest. Okay, thank you, Joe. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. That's so sweet. That's the part that's gonna get cut. <laughs> just a lot of star trek talk um thank you joe we really appreciate it yeah um (laughs) 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 oh that bitch see that time it's okay it's not whatever hi gayest and straightest uh yeah sure oh wait you look like do you have something else I haven't decided whether this is okay or not because COVID and all of that, but I'm going to be in Louisville, Kentucky next week for the Kentucky Derby, and I will likely want to get away from my straight family and go to a gay bar. So let me know which one I should go to, everybody. I'll be in town from Thursday the 29th through Tuesday the 4th, and then I will be in Chicago from Tuesday the 4th through Saturday the 8th. And I mean, to your credit, you're vaccinated uh, partially, so you have a high percentage of protection and... You, you do good masking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Please. And recommend. And recommend. We really appreciate it. If this, maybe, I don't know, maybe not, maybe this isn't the first episode to send someone, but a lot of people say that fisting was their first episode and somehow they're still here. So I don't know. Do what you want. I mean, fisting is a better entry point. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. Gaze and straight. 
Let's do a guest choice. You want me to go first? Sure. Great. The straightest thing about me this week is, in anticipation of my upcoming uh, Kentucky Derby thing, I don't, I can't shop for clothes. I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck I'm doing. So I, I got, I got a, I got a, a Nordstrom lady to do shop for me. Mm-hmm. I just went boop, boop, boop on the website, and they, like, they hooked me up with Char, who was a delight, mm-hmm. and we spent an hour, and she picked out all my clothes for me like a helpless straight person. <laughs> Did you buy any new socks? I did not buy socks. Oh, no, no, sure. I know. I need to. Well, sure. she tried to get me to buy socks, but like because oh, like right. <laughs> accessories, accessories and, and commission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then the gayest thing about me this week is 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 posting said suit that I bought all over social media for validation and breaking <laughs> the internet doing so. It was great. And then you came over the other night for a planning meeting, and I was like, "Look at all the clothes I got." Yeah, Kyle. you did like the show off all the gay uh, fashion show. Yeah, they were very cute. I'm excited for your for your new summer clothes yeah um my gayest is uh because it is warmer out the at least the good part is i can wear my skirt now and mm-hmm. like i don't uh, skirt so much better than pants i just like having just breezy easy beautiful mm-hmm. kyle girl um and but the gayest thing is actually when i went into a store to buy something and the person checking out asked me a question about it. He didn't even like, it wasn't, he was like, Oh, is that a jacket or those pants? Like, it, cause it can look like a jacket with like the things hanging down. And I was like, Oh no, it's a skirt. Like, but there's this panic when someone asks you about something you're self-conscious about. And it's like, why do you want to know what's a G? Like, I, I just like, I I was like it's a skirt haha and then left right away <laughs> bye <laughs> so yeah I got real uncomfortable there um my straightest is yesterday on Saturday I had no plans gays are supposed to have plans and do stuff yeah and I did not and I did nothing you've been straight for a year then I've been so straight and <laughs> s- sometimes on weekends even before that because <laughs> hanging out with people is a lot of work uh. Do we have a listeners? We do. We have a listeners gayest and straightest this week. It comes from Stuart Brotherhood, one of our favorite Canadian folks, who, uh, on the heels of last week's show, it's perfect. Gayest, getting an iced coffee and ogling the cute barista. Straightest, going, this is disgusting. Choking it down instead of tossing it, would not order again. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I think Dan reposted that on our Instagram of him ordering and disliking yeah. iced coffee, which... I guess that means you have to question your straightness. I'm going to take away your... Wait. Question your straightness. Isn't we he should all do that. He's <laughs> but, the one that usually has a breakfast Pepsi. Yeah. So, like... Oh, okay. Like, we're just... <laughs> I mean, I know we're doing away with the phrase, take away your gay card, but you just said breakfast Pepsi, so I... <laughs> he also... He ordered a dirty chai. He did not have an iced... He had an iced dirty chai, which sort of doesn't count. I don't even know what I that told is. him to get a split shot ice soy hazelnut mocha and he did not follow my advice and I'm very angry at you Stuart okay mm. all right well yeah this so passionate about coffee so <laughs> this didn't count it tastes like the water or the milk left behind from a bowl of cereal oh oh it's amazing that, that is delicious. a split shot iced soy hazelnut mocha just in case he wants to do better next time yeah do okay do no better. pressure <laughs> <laughs> well that's it Thank you. It is. Oh, Thank you to all of the people who wear socks. <laughs> Thank you to Tom Cruise before he got weird and literally everyone else. Because <laughs> The general concept of Nick Jonas. And the general concept of Nick Jonas' socks. Um, I also want to thank our super gap bridges, Patrick Martin, Anonymous, Christopher Farrell, 
or Pharrell, I forget. I think he told me uh, Tipsy McStumbles, Thomas B, Chris Kachatorian, Jerome York, and Cian and Javi. We appreciate you most of all. Absolutely. Hope, hope you enjoy our socks on the video of the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Gayish from the Cian and Javi studio. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. I can hear me, too. Mm-hmm. I'd fuck me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>